0: Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And we have a returning guest today who appeared back in this time last year, so uh, January 2022, um, which was episode 205. So Oliver Hasler, who's the chairman and CEO of PYX Resources, um, who are uh, the second largest producer of mineral sands globally based on their Zircon Resources. Uh, with their large operation in Indonesia. Oliver has qualifications in mineral engineering and metallurgy um, and has sort of a background in natural resources, manufacturing um, and the industrial sectors. And he's going to give us an update on uh, PYX um, as they've gone through a massive growth phase um, over the last uh, over the last year. So, thanks. welcome,
1: Oliver, to the podcast. How are you doing, Oliver? Thank you very much, uh, Rob. Good morning. Doing very well. Good to talk to you again. has been a long year.
0: It certainly has. But the thing is, you you as a company, you've been making big strides. And obviously, that's what we're here today to talk about. So um, for those that obviously hadn't listened to the previous podcast, which was uh, probably 50, no, 100 episodes ago, um, encourage you to go back and listen to episode 205, which was in January 2022. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode after obviously listening to this episode. Um, But I wonder if you can just give us a quick snapshot um, of yourself, your career, um, and tell us a little bit about uh, PYX.
1: Okay, so I'll start with PYX. Like you mentioned in the introduction, we're a large mineral sands mining company. We're listed on the National Stock Exchange of Australia since February 2020. And we dual listed on the main market of the London Stock Exchange in November 2021. We have two large resources. One is the Mandiri resource in Kalimantan, which is in production since 2015. And in 2021, we acquired a second resource, Tisma, uh, also in Kalimantan. So we have two large resources. Uh, Customers like us for our high quality, not only because of our high whiteness, but our low uh, radioactivity, uranium and thorium, and also low uh, Alumina uh, content, which is ideal for the uh, zirconia usage, which is used for the high tech uh, applications. Me myself, I'm the CEO and chairman of this company. I got involved in in uh, Pix with Pix in 2019, uh, where we planned, uh, we did the original due diligence and planned the IPO, which started in 2020. As you know, I'm a Swiss citizen that have worked in heavy industry all over. Uh, the world and, and done exactly what we're doing with bigs listed companies and, and and made and brought companies to growth in many different geographies, a lot of it in Asia where I've worked, especially with China over the last 20 years of my life.
0: So just want to obviously move on, um, how satisfied are you with uh, PYX's performance during 2022? And as I highlighted in the introduction, you've had a big You've gone through a big sort of growth phase. So, yeah, how how, I wonder if you can tell our audience a little bit about the performance.
1: I'm extremely satisfied with our results of 2022. It was a big year for us. We did exactly what we said we would do in our five year plan in 2020. So, we grew our production. Our production grew by 129%, not only because we produced uh, additional twenty five percent of zircon compared to two thousand twenty one, also because we started with the production of byproducts, uh, rutile and ilmenite, and as a result of this huge increase of production, we also increased our uh, sales volumes by thirty three three percent, which is um, of zircon, and the total sales volumes by thirty eight percent. So. We increased our production, we increased our sales and we started to produce RUTAL in Ilmenite as we had uh, mentioned when we originally did our IPO in 2020.
0: Obviously uh, your production numbers have obviously increased significantly since last year, obviously 129%. Can you provide us some of the reasons as to sort of why, why and obviously do you anticipate this upward trend continuing this year in 2023?
1: Yes, Since 2015, we mainly focused on Zircon production. In 2021, we announced that we had received the license also to produce rutile and ilmenite. We increased our production capacity in our mineral separation plant in December 2021 to 24,000 tons. So in 2022, with the permits and the increased production, we started the production of rutile and ilmenite. We had a very big volume of these because we went back to the tailings. We have a lot of tailings in the mine that has only been focusing on zircon. And we went back in order to focus on the production of rutile and ilmenite, which allowed us to increase our production. So we increased the production of zircon, which is what we have been producing historically since 2005, 15, and added to it rutile and ilmenite, which we're stockpiling today in the plants and waiting for our export license. So we have, we're fully licensed for extraction and production and we're waiting for the trade department to give us the export license. It has been authorized by the central government in Jakarta and we're waiting for the local government to uh, go through the paperwork and give us the license.
0: Um, obviously you mentioned obviously, uh, the production numbers have been boosted by the commencement of production of uh, red light and luminite. What impact? Um, Has that been on the sale of these minerals, Um, likely on your, obviously, bottom line?
1: Until now, it hasn't, because, as I mentioned, we're not selling uh, titanium oxide, mainly ilmenite. We're stockpiling it. So the importance here is the future impact it will have on our finances. We are absorbing all of the cost of production in zircon, which means that once we start with the production of ilmenite, it will be uh, at at 100% margin. So today we have about $7,000 in stock. Market prices, I cannot predict exactly when we will sell it, but they're around $350, $300 per ton. So it will have a huge impact on our bottom line to increase our profitability.
0: PYX achieved 36% 36 increase on yearly average price of a Zircon from uh, 1,811 into 2021. Uh, to 2,457 in 2022. Um, you mentioned in the past that you believe the supply-demand deficit in Zircon is likely to continue. But for how long?
1: That's a good question. I think until now, any projection you see, there is a lack of supply for the existing demand, which started early in 2021. And all of the projections done by investment banks and specialists in the market show that this this gap between supply and demand will grow with a cagare between two and five percent over time. So the problem should get just worse. And as you mentioned at I'm very, very bullish about our category of products. And I think the pressure on increasing prices will continue in the long term. If you add all the new projects that are in the pipeline. They're probably not enough, even if they happen at the time they are being projected by the mining companies, including ours, and in the volumes projected, they're probably not enough to compensate for the loss of supply as the big mines are reaching the end of their mine life and losing productivity. So I'm very bullish in the long term for the pricing of mineral sands, in particular Zirka.
0: Um, just wanted me just tell us a little bit, Matt, about uh, obviously zircon. Obviously, people know about mineral sands, but I just wanted if you can just tell us a little bit about zircon and its its application and what it's used for.
1: Historically, zircon is used for heavy industry. It's mainly uh, being used for uh, for the ceramics industry, which is the biggest application. Foundry. It's used used for uh, pigmentation uh, and other heavy industry applications. Lately. The biggest growth you can find is in high tech. So it's used for semiconductors, nu- nuclear power plants, uh, batteries for electric vehicles, uh, energy cells, etc. So it is uh, considered by many governments, including the European Union, Australia and the United States as a critical mineral needed towards the transition towards carbon zero.
0: PYX has a diverse client base, um, obviously, apart from the Chinese. Where do you think um, the demand from from Zircon will come from?
1: Yeah, so for us, from the beginning, we wanted to make sure that we diversify our production to make sure we're safe for any geopolitical troubles. And with everything we have seen over the last three years, we we took the right choice. It would be very easy to fall in the trap and sell to one single customer in China, which is over 50% of uh, the market. So we sell into China, India, Europe, the Americas, uh, all over the Americas, uh, into the different type of industries. But the the demands, I'm I'm still convinced that the biggest demand and the differentiator will come out of China that's waking up out of COVID and now coming out of Chinese New Year. We're already seeing it over the past week. The demand of China has grown. There are not enough inventories in the country. So that's putting pressure back on prices.
0: PYX is now, uh, you've got now two storage facilities, uh, one being in China uh, and the most recent facility in Malaysia. Um, Just wondering if you can tell us the reasoning behind that.
1: Sure. I think it's important to be able to react fast to customer demands. So we have historically, we have maintained inventory in China. We started to keep now inventory in Port Klang, a very important uh, port uh, in Malaysia, which not only allows us to reduce the time to the European and um, uh, American market, but also to reduce the cost, as, a, as it is a much more efficient port than Jakarta. So we're getting our merchandise closer to the market and we're reducing the cost and the the predictability of the shipping time.
0: You're very honest about your vision for PYX to become a consolidator, consolidator, uh, of mineral sands in Indonesia. Just you to tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Sure. Over the last three years, we have shown that we can produce in Indonesia. We understand the country. We know both the local and the central uh, government, but we're the only industrial group producing and mining for mineral sands in central Kalimantan at an uh, international level. So, there is still a lot of potential. As we just discussed, there is a need for uh, zircon and for mineral sands, and we know the region. So I'm constantly looking for new opportunities or other mines to add to our group. So I think this is a unique opportunity since we're the only industrial player uh, in this region, which we know very well. But obviously we have to look for good, high concentration zircon mines, and that takes some time.
0: particular jurisdictions that you are looking at within within the region?
1: I, I want to stay focused and make sure that we find synergy so that it's something that we can use the same technical people, mainly on exploration, the people, technicians we have in the mine and in production. So I I like central Kalimantan, but I mean, again, it doesn't, we're not focusing only we can go to South Kalimantan or we can go to uh, West Kalimantan. So i want to stay focused within the kalimantan area before we look to expand in other places of the world
0: what challenges do you see for the remainder of this year or or obviously we're we're only in february now but what challenges do you see for the year
1: ahead our internal challenges i mean we're going to keep on focusing on our operations and that is to grow our production volumes we're working on reducing our cost by moving into in-house uh, mining, and obviously to push the sales of our ilmenite, which we're stockpiling worldwide. I think there will be a big challenge as as the world is approaching a crisis in the Western world, but I believe it will be compensated and, and probably overcompensated by the increased demand out of China.
0: And lastly, what's the outlook? the next 12 to 18 months and is there anything else you would like to add
1: our outlook is to continue with the steps that we uh, laid out in our five-year plan with the ultimate goal to reach 48,000 tons of production of zircon so we should see an important increase of our throughput uh, and sales and and also we're looking into Putting a new category of products into the Chinese market to keep it into inventory, having a secondary process in China, and to create an ultra premium zircon category for the local market.
0: Oliver, really appreciate your time. Thank you for giving us an update. Um, obviously, I'd like you to come back on uh, later this year or next year and give us uh, another update because obviously, you're as a business, you're making big strides and you're obviously growing as a. Grown as an organization and your production figures are sort of doubling each year. So appreciate your time. Um, If our audience wants to reach out to you, if they have any questions, how can they go about doing that?
1: I mean, they can find us on on our website at PixResources.com. They can also reach us on Investor Relations, IR at com.
0: Okay, great. And we'll include those in the show notes coming this podcast so uh, like i said really appreciate your time and um, for those that are listening um please share this episode amongst other people in the industry and even people that are outside of the industry um i think it's important and I've, I've obviously developing this podcast and continuing to do this to not just educate the mining industry but educate those that are not in the mining industry so really appreciate your continued support please keep sharing these episodes.